0: Hello and welcome to the Magic Ball from Bear Camp podcast. I am your host, Sam. I'm known as that official, Sam, on Twitter. This podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And in this podcast today, we'll be talking about transfer news with a very special guest. And my guest today is he's a very notorious man from Arsenal Twitter, a, a massive legend on Twitter. His name is Walid. Hello, Walid. How are you doing? Hi. Right, so I'm too kind with that introduction there. <laughs> um, I'm a massive, a massive fan of that. And, um I'm very, you know, I'm very gassed, excited to um to have you on here to uh, here today. Yeah, really excited to be on here. Uh, it, 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 it's a it's a uh, it's a massive pleasure for me to have you on. Um, I just want just going to get the ball rolling as quick as possible. Today we've heard that Emmy Buendia, who is someone Arsenal were monitoring for months is now on the verge of joining Aston Villa. What are your thoughts on that, Awalid? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, um, I was thinking uh,
1: this morning, yeah, so probably going on Sam's podcast, we'll probably be talking a lot about Buendia, you know, um, and yeah, we could probably be discussing about how he could potentially fit into um, the system, where he would play and all of that. But now the conversation's changed completely in the last couple of hours, um, which is the reality of the, um, of the transfer market, really. Um, I think, uh, if I'm honest with you, um, I was quite 50-50 over this transfer. Um, reason being is that I think he's, when he played in the Premier League, he was a very, very good player last year. He had a really, really good season as well. I didn't quite know how we planned to pay him because in majority he played, well, he was listed as playing as a right winger for Norwich, um, although he drifted quite a lot. Um, and his numbers were very good. Um, if you look at his heat maps, his outputs, um, and also what was impressive was, um, how much he kind of did the defensive side of things as well. So I was looking at all of that and I thought, yeah, I mean, I could certainly see him fitting into the side. Um, most likely it would be in the middle because we obviously play Saka and Pepe on the, on the right hand side. Um, however, the kind of, um, Slight apprehensiveness comes from the fact that, you know, he's still a player from the Championship. Um, he, he has played in the Premier League, um, he played well at the time, but jury's still out on him uh, very much. Um, and obviously kind of given where Arsenal are at the moment, we need to know that we're going to bring in players who are tried and tested, who will kind of hit the ground running. Um, now he could, he could very, very well be that player. Um, but I was I was hoping to um, I was hoping to kind of look at um, other players um, in the, in that position who are probably maybe higher up the scale.
0: Fantastic. Um, as you know, someone else we we've also been looking at um, who Arteta has wanted is uh, as you know is um, Husem Awa. Yeah. And- the the thing is now apparently ours got a release clause of twenty five million. Yeah. Would you, would would you take our as a potentially alter, uh, as an alter, uh, alternative? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think um, we everyone's
1: seen kind of what what he's capable of. Um, obviously, kind of he seems like the type of player that would uh, similarly to India uh, would come in and fit in quite well. Um, into the system and that price being quoted at the moment which is something around the region of 25 million I mean I'm amazed that there are clubs that are not all over this at the moment I mean last year we were talking about a potentially 60 million pound bid that was accepted and it didn't go through because of issues with this agent or a a lot of underlying factors right Um, being the reason so we're potentially looking at the price dropped down to a third of what he was in a year. Um, now that that's obviously not um, completely down to kind of the, that he's dropped in quality or anything like that. It's I think down to Leon's situation. Um, so yeah, I think kind of at 25 million, you know, you really, really have to kind of um, explore that, especially if if we were interested in him last year, I don't see why um, we would suddenly drop our interest.
0: Fantastic. I. I generally, generally think that there is, might be another deal in the pipeline that we don't know about because with Arsenal, I'm pretty sure now they know how business works, that if they don't sign the target they want, it's because they've found someone else. It could be because of that. But we know for a fact that, while you know, as well as I know, Arsenal don't have a plan when it comes to the window. We're not a club like Liverpool, where when they didn't sign Werner, they got Diogo Jota instead, and Jota turned out to be a better player. But we still need, you know, maybe a few weeks for for it to be proven that Jota's a better player. But for me, it looks like Jota's a much better player than Werner. But what it also could mean, at the same time, missing out, is there's another deal in the pipeline. And there's rumours going around about Jack Grealish, and as I revealed in my last podcast, about James Madison. Mm-hmm. If one of those deals mm-hmm. was to come out, say for example, tomorrow you used to hear Arsenal made a bid for in advance talks with Leicester to sign James Madison and a fee's been accepted, a bid's been agreed. How would you feel after the Buendia loss? Um, to be honest, um,
1: I think I feel a little indifferent. I think um, with kind of Buendia, you're looking at a player who would come in um, and he would give you a mixture of being someone who's a bit of a hybrid player of being a number 10, a number eight, and even a seven, do you see what I mean? So he, he, would, he would cover a lot of that right hand side. He's a workhorse as well. So he would provide kind of um, attacking and creativity options in the middle, but he also tracks back. Now, if you move away to players like Madison or um, even Martin Odegaard, right? Um, who I think there's a lot of talk that he's actually our priority you're looking at um, players who are a little bit more different um, in terms of what they offer on the pitch. So these are more traditional type number 10s, right? Who solely kind of concentrate on playing between, trying to get the ball between the lines, feeding the striker and kind of drifting across that um, midfield bit and not doing as much kind of um, tracking back as say, a number eight would do or what we've seen Wendia do for... Um, uh, uh, Norwich so I mean don't get me wrong I I do really like James Madison um, and yeah I mean I'd I'd, I'd be happy if we got him at a good price but it would I think probably show a lot more of where Arteta is thinking this midfield is going to go Um, now you see there's a lot of conflicting reports about Buendia today Um, so you've got a few quite trusted journalists saying yep we did bid for him then there are others who say, no, there was just a little bit of interest. So David Ornstein, for example, said, no, there was some interest, but we never really bid for him, right? So it's interesting to know um, whether we clearly saw him as the missing piece of that midfield puzzle in terms of our creativity, or we're looking at players more of the Madison and Odegaard uh, mould who just come in and sit in as a number 10 and is the successor to what Ozil used to be for Arsenal.
0: perfect um moving on slowly uh someone that's not even been mentioned before yves Besuma, like what i mean not mentioned before like prior to weeks we were hearing news about Besuma to arsenal but we haven't heard anything from it since would you think that maybe arsenal are waiting to maybe to see if there's someone good in the euros they can pick up or do you think that Besuma's just taking his time out and then probably they'll probably get him in afterwards
1: um, if I'm honest I, I really don't know what Arsenal are doing um, with this uh, because for me Bisuma is a very very important um, important piece that fits in right I think he would bring the best out of Pate um, and if we are to believe that Shaka's leaving I think he is the upgrade that we can get who will, it, there's less conflict of how him and Partey play than there is with how Shaq and Partey play, right? And I think Isouma is the kind of, uh, is the one that we should be after. I don't know why it's gone quiet. I mean, I know there's been, there's been some noise about, yeah, you know, he's interested and Arsenal interested, but it's, it is a very strange one um, because I think the majority of the Arsenal fans will probably see him
0: as the guy to fit in there uh, that that's uh, that, that, I guess that that is true because Besuma is the one that uh, that you know that Arsenal want, and I'm I know for a fact that Basuma wants to play for Arsenal, but what I've also been told, and this is this is the magic ball from Bearcamp podcast where we can only reveal exclusives, is like I tweeted out earlier today, was that we have an interest in Besuma. not a pro- the price tag isn't the problem, but we could get him for a lot less. If we maybe use Eddie and Ketia as a as a person to make way, and Brighton have their eyes on Eddie and Ketia, so would you for if tomorrow that deal was to materialise, would you would you take it?
1: Oh yeah, I mean i absolutely over the mood. You'd be crazy not to take it. I think um, Eddie, who who's, who's who's a good player, but I just don't think he's someone that necessarily fits into Arsenal anymore um he's an out-and-out striker so I think uh he would do well at Brighton um because you know it it seems like they've their biggest issues have been um that they've missed someone that can finish chances off and he's he tends to be that player right who finishes off chances they create a lot if you look at their expected goals um their numbers are quite incredible and you think wow how are they not higher up the table than they've already been and Graham Potter's done a really good job there so it makes sense for them to get Eddie but I think there will be other interest from other clubs uh, for Nketiah and I think knowing his agent um, who was also the agent for uh, Saka they tend to um, they tend to make sure that they look after their clients and I think they might be trying to possibly get him a club a little bit higher up in the table than Brighton. You're looking at potentially a,
0: maybe a Leeds or a uh, West Ham. Yeah, because uh, Leeds have been linked today with, the, uh, with, the, um, with Eddie and Ketian, apparently 20, mil, 20 million is um, how much has been quoted for him, which if Leeds do pay it, then Arsenal have no problem letting him go. But on an outgoing, uh, Walid, um, it's come out today as well um and it's various reports have come come back saying that Roma are in advance talks with Arsenal in a 20 million deal to sign Granit Xhaka which you know I have no problem selling Xhaka but it's also reported that Roma want to throw Diawara and Unde in the mix but at the same time what I've been told and what I've read as well is that Arsenal aren't interested in a Diawara or an Unde because they've got their targets set out and none of the Players that Roma are offering are who Arsenal kind of need right now. What do you make of this?
1: Yeah, I think I I I pretty much agree with you. Generally, I think um, if if we if if they want Shaka, I think um, it's it's better that we do a straight kind of um, deal with cash, really, because i i don't I don't view any of those two players as players who will significantly improve us. Um, or even improve um, what options we have. Really, I think they're fairly substandard. I think um, there are other options that we can explore, and we can actually reinvest that money that we get from Shaka into um, into getting players that we we actually want. I think Roma, if I'm honest, are probably trying to pull a fast one here purely because obviously they they failed to make um, they failed to make the Europa League this year. They I think uh, are in the Europa Conference, so I uh, think. They'll, they'll obviously um, not have as much in their uh, in their bank to be able to um, to be able to hand out um, to do this deal for Shaka um, but I think I think you know if they're if they're really um, if they're really interested in him and yeah, I think eventually they will pay up um, and hopefully um, we see the back of Shaka and uh, can we invest that into getting someone like the
0: fantastic and, uh, and- as as we've all been told, we've all read about this. Uh, Andre Onana of Ajax, the goalkeeper. Um, Arsenal are close to agreeing a nine million deal. Uh, they're close to agreeing it. Uh, talks continue, but it's edging ever so closer. Uh, again, he would be someone you know who could be good for the club. Uh, what, what would you what, what would you think about the signing of Onana? Yeah, I
1: think um, I if I'm honest with you, I haven't seen Onana play. Uh, a lot. OK, the times I have seen him play, he's been very good. He's obviously, and he's certainly a lot better than Leno in terms of his distribution and how he plays out from the back. Um, the question marks remain about how commanding he can be in the Premier League. You know, it's a, it's a lot more physical here. So um, the game is more fast paced, but I think he's, he's, a, he's a very good player. Um, He's a very good goalkeeper, and certainly, I think if Leno is refusing to commit either to the long term or, and I know, kind of a few months ago, he's always, he's already made some noises about um, perhaps wanting to leave. I think we should look for a um, we should look for a solution where you know we can we can move on. I mean, the price being quoted for Onana is actually quite incredible. I know this. We're waiting on the judgment um, on from the court of arbitration for sport about his uh, his appeal on that drug ban. Um, but the kind of price being quoted, I think, would be crazy not to take it. Uh, especially if we end up getting Matty Ryan um, as a backup goalkeeper, I have no issues having him uh, deputised up until what is it, February, March, um, till Anana's back if he has to serve the full sentence.
0: That's yeah, that, that's that's perfect. And that was everything. Uh, for them to the transfer show uh, of the Magic Ball from Burkham podcast. We've got another st- others coming soon. Uh, Walid, thank you for your time. Thank you for featuring. It's been, it's been a massive pleasure to have you on. Thanks very much, Sam. It's, it's been great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. And make sure to follow wallet on Twitter. Uh, make sure to also uh, subscribe to the Magic Ball from Burkham podcast to follow, like, and give it a little shout out if you can. Uh, thank you all for listening. Take care of everybody and goodbye.